Nicholas says, I'm obviously ready to start making changes to grow my clientele, but I think one of those changes may be growing with the whole new brokerage. What is a sign it's time for me to change? What would you suggest looking for in a new broker? This is from Nicole Parks. Okay, Nicole, good question. It's very much in line with Pamela Brown's question. Here's what I always tell people when you're looking for any type of partnership or brokerage is you want to look for somebody that has done things that you've not been able to accomplish. Look for somebody who excels in things that you don't. For example, if you're looking to have better marketing or to use social media, look for a broker that's actually going to help you in social media and in marketing. Also, make sure that your brokerage has actually done what it is that you're trying to do. Have they sold a lot of homes? Are they unique and different? Are they positioning themselves differently than everybody else? Or are they teaching the same old types of things? Um, again, I don't mean to like push EXP on everybody, but we are building an organization within EXP. If you go to partnerwithkrista.com, that's partnerwithkrista.com, we're actually helping agents from across the country. They're joining our organization with myself and the leaders that are above me. And our main goal is to turn ordinary average agents into powerhouse mega agents. We are giving agents the tools and strategies that they need to be unique, to be different, to stand out by the masses. We're teaching them how to utilize 21st century techniques like Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, social media, digital marketing to actually stand up and show up in their communities as the go-to trusted authority in real estate. We're getting them massive exposure and massive eyes on them. We're teaching them to do things that they're not being taught. We're not teaching things like open houses and cold calling and door knocking, although those resources are available, but we're focusing on things that just have not been taught yet in the real estate industry. And we are seeing massive impact, massive momentum, massive gains for our the agents within our organization. So if you're looking for something new and different, just go to partnerwithkrista.com. Every Thursday from 9.30 to 11 a.m. Pacific, we have a live Q&A with myself and my partner, Jesse, where we talk all about EXP and all about the strategies and tools that we're gonna give you um, if you do decide to be a part of our organization. So the call is absolutely free, it costs nothing. I would love to be a part of your success. I know that we can help you. In fact, we can help anyone. If you're a real estate agent and you wanna learn how to dominate your industry, utilizing digital marketing strategies, video and social media to be the go-to trusted authority in real estate. I don't care if you're brand new, if you're somewhere in between, or you're already a powerhouse, we have helped all types of agents from across the country dominate their profession in a different manner. We also give you the tools and strategies that you need once you show up to land that appointment. Things like amazing marketing brochures and about me brochures, videos that will give you before and after um, you meet with the client to really solidify that, that deal. We, there's so many uh, strategies and tools that we give you that you'll have access to if you do decide to, to work with us. So just go to partwithkrista.com, you'll learn all about it. And I would love, love, love to be of assistance to you. What's all this talk about digital marketing and how can digital marketing actually help you as a real estate professional or as a lender? Well, if you're ready to learn now, stick around. I'm going to tell you. Hi, I'm Krista Mayshore of Krista Mayshore Coaching. We teach agents and lenders across the country how to utilize digital marketing strategies to dominate what they're doing and to dominate their industry. And here's what it looks like. One of the biggest mistakes that people make 
especially agents, is selling their homes too quickly. We have to learn to take control of our listings and let the sellers know that it is in their best interest to give their house proper marketing time in order to expose it to thousands and thousands of people in their local community, to have you know dozens and dozens, hundreds and hundreds of likes, comments, shares. We've actually had up to eight thousand post clicks that means somebody clicking on our videos we average anywhere from about 250 to 555 hours of every time somebody sees one of our listings so creating an engaging video with a call to action if you can add some entertainment to it and some funniness to grab people's attention and to engage them then you take that video and you want to actually run an ad behind it on Facebook you want to have great captions um, lots of emojis put the emojis at the end of the sentence and run an ad to a targeted audience. Now you're going to want to run the ad in your the city of your of where your listing is, right? So that we get massive exposure on it. When you run an ad this way and you digitally expose the house, you will get thousands and thousands of views and impressions. And here's the nice thing. According to the National Association of Realtors, 67% of buyers are going to walk through a home that they see online. So now when you go to a listing presentation, you can say, Mr. Seller, did you know that 67% of people are, according to the National Association of Realtors, we're going to walk through a home that they see online? Well, look, I get this many impressions. I get this much reach, meaning this many hundreds of thousands of people have seen your your these homes that I've done. Look who I I can get 555 hours of watch time just from one video. Think about it yourself. Imagine if you had 555 hours of watch time of somebody seeing you and seeing your videos. What is that doing? It's establishing you as the authority. It's getting them to know you, to like you, to trust you. You cannot be known until you're seen and until you're heard. It's establishing you as the leader and you are being top of mind awareness. Now, I don't know about you, but I would much, much rather do my type of marketing this way and show up in front of hundreds of thousands of people, get hundreds and hundreds of hours of watch time every time I record a video, instead of sitting at an open house and doing an open house, right? I mean, if you're gonna do an open house, at least digitally market it as well. Put it on social media, do it correctly, run videos, run campaigns, get people there, and start engaging interest. So, I hope this was helpful. Big, big mistake to sell the house too soon because not only do you want to make sure you're giving your highest fiduciary obligation to the seller by giving them maximum exposure, you're also doing yourself a disservice because you're not marketing yourself at the same time. And remember, you're always on a listing presentation. Every time you put something out there regarding one of your properties, you want it to be top notch because it's a representation of how you do business and how you're going to treat that client and how you're going to market to them. When they see cheesy marketing materials, cheesy pictures, cheesy flyers, no no flyers, no video, black and white photos, whatever it might be, they're thinking, this person doesn't care. But when they see you running targeted ads, reaching the masses, having a lot of eyes on their, on their home, doing top of the line photography and videography and drone, all that good stuff, spend the money to make a lot more. One of the best decisions in my career was to treat every single listing as if it was a million dollar listing. And that was back when they were only selling for about $250,000. I very quickly came from being known as the foreclosure queen, right? To being the digital marketing queen. So if you want that as well, start marketing yourselves 
in a way that you're going to be memorable. Hope that makes sense. Be sure to like, comment, and share, turn on your post notifications so that you get notified when we have more content. My goal is to serve you. And if you would like more information on how we can fast track your business, go to kristamayshore.com. That's kristamayshore.com slash help. You can sign up with one of our success coaches. 20 minutes, we'll see if we're a good fit. We know we can fast track your business if you're ready to take the step and do the work. Anyways, everyone, make it a great day. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Are you wanting a kickstart on your business and you want to learn how to be the go-to professional in your industry? Well, guess what? I've got a challenge for you. It's five days of coaching. It's brand new. Just go to kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. That's kristamayshore.com slash client conversion. And you'll get a training with me for five straight days. That's going to help kickstart you as the go-to professional in your industry. So sign up and I'll see you there. We're going to be talking today about time management. How do we get it all done? Welcome to Questions with Krista. Today we have a question from Randy Work. And Randy says, I struggle to create a consistent schedule that allows me to work on my business. I have another job part-time at the moment and they frequently call on me on my days off so I get off track. Any advice? Well, Randy, let me tell you, have you ever heard of the Pomodoro Technique? The Pomodoro Technique is absolutely amazing and it's been proven that if you utilize the Pomodoro Technique that you will save 16 hours a week, 16 hours a week, just by utilizing the Pomodoro technique. This is a technique that I absolutely make my whole entire company utilize. And here's what you do. You pick one task, just one thing. Let's just say that one thing is answering emails. So all you'll do during that 25 minutes, you'll set a timer for 25 minutes. You'll work on just emails for 25 minutes. You're going to turn off your post notifications. You're going to minimize all the millions of tabs that you have open. You're not going to answer your phone. You're not going to check your tech messages. You're just going to work on emails for that 25 minutes. Now here's the deal. If you get distracted and you think about something else, write it down, go right back to what you're doing. Do you know that it's been proven that when you get off task from something, it typically takes anywhere from 22 to 23 minutes for your brain to get back on task. When you continue to go and multitask, people think that it actually, they get more done. It's been also proven that you get less done. And the more that you multitask, the harder it becomes for you to focus on one thing. So start utilizing the Pomodoro technique. Again, 25 minutes, focus on one thing. After that 25 minutes, you take a three to five minute break. You do this four times in a row and that's considered one Pomodoro. After doing one complete Pomodoro with 25 minute increments, taking three to five minutes off after each time to reset yourself, to stretch, to use the bathroom, and then going back to another 25 minute task, doing that four times, then you take a 15 minute break. Now, if you do this over and over again, you are going to see just how much more that you get done. My students have told me that when they utilize the Pomodoro technique, they get a massive amount of, uh, of items done during the day. They're much more productive. They're much more task oriented and they're much more focused. So start utilizing the Pomodoro technique. Also, you've got to learn to say no. It is really hard in order, Rusty, for you to, to do real estate full time, part time and have a part time job. It's going to be difficult for you to ever get any momentum in real estate. So my advice would be is to tell them when you're off, you're off, not to call you, not to distract you, to focus on real estate um, on, or on lending. So that way you can just go 
straight into it full time because once you can put all of your focus into one thing, you are going to be much more successful, much more productive, and you're going to get there much more quickly. So start utilizing the Pomodoro technique, start learning when to say no, even if that no means saying no to volunteering or doing things that are that really aren't helping serve you in your business right now. Right now, Randy, be a little selfish. Take care of yourself. It's okay. You're trying to build a real estate business. You're trying to, you know, change careers and get out of having to work part-time. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you saying no. There's nothing wrong with you being a little selfish and take care and taking care of you. And absolutely utilize the Pomodoro technique, Rusty. And as always, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Do me a favor, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe because that way we know you like what we're giving you and we'll be sure to give you more. And as always, let us know what your questions are. We want to answer them and make it a great day. And I appreciate your time. Content. How do you find great content that you can actually write about or speak about or talk about that people are actually going to want to listen to? Hi, you are here with questions with Krista. We've got a question today by Morgan Afferat and it says, how do I continue to create valuable content for social media? I struggle to come up with new ideas. Well, here's the thing. Many people struggle with what they should be talking about on social media, but let me give you one strategy. First, you got to think about who is your client avatar? Who's the client that you're trying to go after? Who are you trying to target? Who are you trying to reach? What, you know, what age are they? What interests do they have? What do they like to do? Where do they like to go? Are they educated? Are they married? Are they single? Do they have kids? Think about who your client avatar is and then identify what stage of life they're in and what they're interested in. If you're looking for somebody who wants to buy a home, if you're looking for somebody who wants to sell a home, if you're looking for an investor, you need to think about where they're at in their life and then what you can do is go onto Facebook and look up 10 to 20 people that meet that criteria and here's a great idea. Go in and look at where it says about me or about Krista. You can see, go click on that and then you can scroll down where it says check-ins and see where they're checking in. Where are they going? What are they doing? What are they liking? And then you can start to actually go and interview the places that they're checking in at. Ask if you can do a community video. Ask if you can help do something um, in collaboration with the restaurant or the area or the place that they checked in. That's one way to get relevant strategy, uh, relevant content. But here's the thing. There's so much content that people are actually searching. People love information. So if you go onto Google and in the Google search, you just type in the question, five things to do when you're selling or how to sell a house or how to buy a house or what you shouldn't do when buying, how to repair credit. And what you're going to see is you're going to see the most common search terms that come up and you can create content in regarding the most common search terms that come up. If you scroll to the bottom of Google, you can look down where it says relevant searches. That'll give you more information that is relevant to the searches that are most commonly searched. Now, if you do this, it's going to give you so much information, so much content that you'll be stoked, right? Another thing that you can do is there's a website called answerthepeople.com. Answerthepeople.com. You type in a question and it gives you the who, the what, the when, the where, the whys, and the most common questions that are answered regarding who, what, when, where, and why regarding that specific question. So you'll have tons of 
content to be able to talk about. Another thing you can do is just open up your local newspaper. Oh, go open, go to the, your news feed on um, on Google. Go to see what's happening in the city. And what's happening in the city, start to elaborate on that. Give more information, give more detail. If there's a topic that's coming up in your area that's controversial or there's something that's happening that people are like happy about or not happy about it, talk about it, educate people about it, maybe even pick a side. There's so much content that you can do. It's not difficult, it's just, that's one of the things that keeps us kind of stuck where we're at. Another thing to do is just pick one topic and let's just say you're gonna pick contingencies. So if we pick contingencies, well, what are contingencies? How long are contingencies? How do contingencies affect a buyer? How do they affect a seller? What happens if you don't meet the contingencies? How do you extend them? And we can go, what types of contingencies are there? You can go on and on, right? That right there just gave us eight topics for eight videos or, or eight content pieces for just one thing, which is contingencies. So you can do that with pretty much just about everything. Think about a first time buyer. What is a first time buyer needs? What are the steps? How to get qualified? What's the down payment? How much of a down payment do you need? Do you need a good credit score? Uh, you know, we can go on and on and on about content. So what I would suggest doing is sitting down one day and just really mapping out all the different topics that you could talk about. That way it doesn't prohibit you from actually doing it and then Write it down so you have always have something to pull from. Anytime you hear a great podcast or you hear a great, you read a great article or read a great book, write it down, make notes on it, and then do content on it. It doesn't always have to be real estate. In fact, if it's just real estate or it's just your profession, people are going to get bored by it. So you want to be giving as much content that just makes people smile, that adds value to them, that serves them, that makes your life easier, and that serves a need. So I hope that helps. I hope it made sense. And I thank you so much for your time. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And as always, make it a great day.